you know when you want to do something and it's just more fun when you do it as a group i know it too so that's why i'm here documenting my journey to purpose as i discover and use the power of my words to recreate my life and to also allow my journey to serve as a guide for you as you dare to step into your divine potential i'm not perfect i'm also learning and sometimes it's not going to be pretty it's not going to be easy but this is a safe space so let's go on this journey together and hold each other accountable so before we get into today's episode, I cannot believe it's February already. It's just amazing. So in January, we had our yearly 12 days conference at church and that also zoomed by fast. So I think that's where I should have known that this year is just going to go on top speed because it's a 12 days program and by day 11, everybody was shocked. Like we cannot believe we're in the 11th day already. But so it's a prayer and fasting program. It's kind of like a retreat where we just take the time to spend time with God to ask for directions for our new year before we just dive into work, into our businesses and just all the activities of life and all the activities of the year, basically. So through the program and even afterwards, after the program, I've been on what I class, what, what I would call such a high and just so ready to kick off into 2023 i don't know if anyone has felt that as well but 2023 just feels it feels different it feels it came in with such an energy that is so different from how maybe 2022 or 21 or even other years i've felt i don't know if it's just me but that's really a way i've really felt so yeah i came into 2023 with such a high and i think that's why it's important to kind of put yourself in rooms with people who are so high in spirit people are who people who are high in faith because you know those conversations they refuel you and they put you in such a mind space of oh yeah i can do this you know it puts you in a mind space of thinking about possibilities for the new year or for the new quarter or for your business just whatever kind of retreat or like if it's a conference or a seminar or whatever you do you know just being in that space where you are open to new things. It's such a very uplifting place to be. And yeah, I really did appreciate that because it kind of, I think that's still why, that's part of what pumped me up for the new year, basically. So for you, has the new year, has January been fast? Has it flown by or did it go by really slowly? Because for me, I kind of am between the two options, you know, because now I feel so well rested after a very long time oh my god 2022 sheesh i went hard i was on my work mode all day every single day i went hard i don't want to say i went too hard but i can count the number of days i got to like rest detox you know and take a step back so i just feel so well rested in the sense that i'm happy that the month was slowly going by because I got the time to rest. But then sometimes I'll just get into like full-blown anxious mode. Like, oh my God, February is literally next week and I feel like I've done nothing but rest. So it's just, it's a, it's a very in-between place to be. Some days I'm happy that I get to rest. Some days I'm like, whoosh, I feel I should be doing something, you know? 
So a little background about me is that I work part-time with a hospitality agency. And, you know, after the whole Christmas party craze, everywhere was Christmas party here, Christmas party there. In Manchester, it was proper mad. But, you know, after the whole rush of events in December and the whole festivities, so January and February are usually quiet in the sense that I think people have outpartied themselves already, so they just really spend less and they do less events, less parties in January and February. So usually there's really no much jobs for people. And then even if one event pops up like this, everybody's literally struggling like oh i want to book that shift i want to book that shift and sometimes before the shift even gets to you it's already the positions are already booked out fast but then this january 2023 has been so different because for some reason i don't really know much about football but for some reason there's been so many football games going on and so because we have like shifts at manchester united and manchester city so <laughs> we're getting loads of shifts every single match day sometimes i'll usually even go onto google and just type manchester united fixtures and i'll say oh yeah on xyz date i have a there's a match coming up so i know definitely i'm getting work at one of these places and at Manchester United, I worked as a supervisor and that was also good because it really did help me to do less. Usually I would be like getting in about 10 to 15 shifts per month. But this January, I, this January, I realized that I only did about, let's say about five shifts. So this was all good until I started feeling kind of guilty for not being as busy as I should usually have been. You know, and the truth is, sometimes as much as we claim to want a break, as much as we need to rest, we still feel kind of validated or we feel more productive when it's like we are on the go, we are on the go. Or when we seem, yeah, I'll use that word, when we seem busy. And sometimes it doesn't even necessarily mean that these activities are productive. It just feels like we feel more fulfilled when we are doing something or when we are doing anything but then when I found myself in this place where even to rest, I will not be able to rest confidently because it's like, sheesh, if someone calls me and finds out, oh, I'm at home, I didn't want to start explaining that, oh, no, I don't have a shift today or I didn't go to work today or something. But I was in my right to rest, you know. But then when I would get to that like guilty place where my body knew I, you need this rest, but my mind is like, oh, you have to go, 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 go. I just knew that. No, 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 this this isn't this isn't helpful. And I knew I had to center myself. And what helps me to really stop to pause and to listen is to listen to worship music, which is kind of what I really ended up doing. Because sometimes like I just wake up or we wake up and the day just takes off. And you don't even know where the day is going to even go. You don't get to set the tone of how your day is going to go. And it's just so easy to get into the habit of waking up, you know, responding to millions of emails or texts or attend to, and you're just responding, responding, responding. When normally, and this is from my own perspective, I'm saying, when normally we get so caught up in what we should be doing, before you know, when you are still saying, oh, let me even check what's been happening overnight. Sometimes when we get caught up in doing you know, just checking the phone, responding to emails, kind of getting ready for the day. Before you know, an hour has gone by. And then sometimes, not sometimes, every time I need to pray, 
or I need to read my Bible, I need to do my devotionals, but then I just rush through it because in my mind, like, oh, there's no time anymore. I'm running late for work. Or if I say I was going to pray between maybe 10 to 11, I'm praying and I find myself, you know, rushing through this. So then there was one day I was still in this January. This January has been really eventful. <laughs> so there was one day I was just worshiping. That music was on full blast with my headset. You know, and I had such a grounding thought, and I know it was the Holy Spirit that was, you know, speaking to me. And I was like, I'll be here in this moment. And so when I had that thought, ah, normal me, I want to overthink it and everything, you know. So I just started thinking, like, what does that mean, like, to be here? Like, be here in what sense? Do you mean, like, physically? Or it just didn't click what it meant. So I just quickly grabbed my book. I wrote it down because, you know, the thought was so strong. And I just, I was like, let me even try to understand what this be here means. I tried to shake it off. So I was like, this one, there's something special to it. But then, before you know again, I, I was still listening to the music. After I finished writing down that thought, I was still listening to the music. But I go on Instagram, replied to some texts, you know, got busy doing just random stuff that I don't even remember now. I don't even remember what I did. Then the next day, I'm playing a praise session, right? Total opposite of the worship I was listening to yesterday. This one is fast, it is upbeat. I am dancing, my waist, the waist is everywhere. And you know, I just got that same thought in my spirit like, be here in this moment. And it wasn't just be here in this moment, but now it just came with a very strong feeling that. You are not supposed to be doing anything than to be present here and be present now. And that's when I realized that, you know, truly it's so easy to be caught up in the go, 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 go mood. Like, I have to be on the go. I have to be moving. I have to be doing something. But then when I'm on the phone, when I'm on Instagram or when I'm, you know, just doing so many random things, I'm not thinking like, oh, let me hurry up and, you know, watch this one TikTok video or or hurry up and watch this video and go and do something else. But then I realized that when I'm praying or when I'm trying to do my Bible study, that's when I suddenly remember that I have to hurry up. Or, uh, but that is in the morning, or what that is in the afternoon, or that is in the evening. Oh, I have to hurry up and go and do something else. And it's just, it's just quite funny. So I just had to force myself, you know, to stay in that moment of I am here, I am resting. I am enjoying this music. I'm not forced in the sense of like, you know, actually force and saying I must do this, but force myself in the sense of saying trick, just kind of like tricking my brain to know that, you know, I'm in control and I just set the pace of how things are going. It's not like situations that will determine the pace of how things will go for me, but you know, I'm the one that decides. I decided to pick up that music to play the music. I decided to pick up my Bible to read it. And that means I will read it without like anything being a distraction or just trying to make me rush through it. So just through January, I just took my time. <laughs> oh my God, this update of January is just so intense because through January, I just took my time, you know, intentionally. I will set a timer and say, you know, this prayer or this Bible session is not ending until the timer goes off. And the, to be honest, there's times that five minutes into reading my Bible, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the timer, like how many more minutes are there? Or, but I just 
made it an intentional action to stay in that place where I was. This is not a time where I say, you know, I'm too busy. This is not a time where I'll say, I'm rushing to work, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But then I still do not want to do the things that will help me to center myself, to ground myself. So during my quiet time of just, you know, studying the Bible and soaking in God's presence, I've started journaling again. <laughs> I'm such a journaling girly. Like, you know, so I'm just glad that I've started journaling again. I'm not rushing through like my Bible. I'm taking my time to meditate on whatever it is I'm reading. I'm just, I'm just using this. I just kind of use January to reestablish my routines and all that type of thing. And I realized that, oh my God, these activities, that's not the answer. At least for me, you know, activities being busy or seeming busy is not the answer. Because, you know, no matter how much or how little I do, what really, really gets me productive, what really gets me going is that how I center myself on God, you know, being intentional to spend time with God. It just helps me to dictate how I go. And, you know, that's what the Bible says, that this is the word of God unto Zerubbabel. Like, it's not by power, it's not by your might, but by the spirit of God. So I could be busy all day doing activities. I, I have to get to this end of town. I have to jump from here to there, from there to there, back and forth, thinking I'm doing. And then I realized at the end of the day, I, didn't even, I wasn't productive. I just wore myself up. But then when I center myself in God, I take that time to stay in God before I even do any other thing. I find out that I get so much done. I get so productive. So sometimes everything just feels too much, too stimulating. Sometimes I don't even want to watch a movie or like a series because I don't, because I, in my mind it's like, oh, I'm wasting time. How would I justify the time I used to watch the movie? Sometimes I don't even want to watch a YouTube video because I'll start now, I'll lose interest halfway. But then the next thing, you know, I'll just find myself you know, replaying a message or playing a worship and boom, 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 I'll get things done. And I'm getting them done in a healthy and a truly productive way. And I've just appreciated the fact that God has just helped me to be active, but also to rest through January in a very healthy way. And this is how I did it, guys. This is how I did it. So because I started journaling again, right? I would write out my reflection prompts, either I'll use my phone or if I'm outside. Uh, no, if I'm outside, I'll use my phone. But if I'm at home, I'll use my um, I'll use my journal, you know, and I'll just make reflections on what on how I've been present, on how I've been intentional in the things that I've done. And even doing this has really made me to realize how much I missed journaling, how much I miss writing my thoughts down, guys. You know, that little voice in my head, like reading. It's like I'm reading a book. I get so excited when I think about like writing down stuff. So that's pretty much how my January went. How was January for you guys? Did you do any groundbreaking things? Did you make any discoveries? Was it chill for you? How was your January, guys? I'd really, really love to know. And that leads me to today's topic, guys. So in one of my reflections, I really do not have a title for the topic. I'm just going with the flow of where the message is going. So, but during one of my reflections, you know, the question of 
why did I go so hard last year? Like, why was I so heavy on the work? It came up. And as much as I would have liked my answer to be, you know, I worked so hard so that I could go on a vacation, which, yes, me and my sisters, we did have, you know, plans to go on a vacation. But yeah, you know, <laughs> life happened to that vacation and that's a whole nother story. Or, you know, I'd have liked my answer to be, oh, I went hard because, you know, I truly enjoyed the process of what I was doing and all that, you know, just some creative or inspired type of answer like that and you see this is the importance of reflection because even if you lie to everyone you should not lie to yourself so the truth is none of these answers were my answers and i didn't even have like an inspired reason but my god honest truth was that i went so hard at work i kept working 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 because i did not want to not have I did not want to, you know, be stuck with bills. I was working to get the bills paid. I was working to get things done. I was working just so that it wouldn't be that, you know, I have to pay this bill and I don't have the money to pay that bill. But, you know, the funniest thing was that the more that I did that, the more that I worked hard, the more that I put all that overtime, sleepless nights and all that stuff, the more it seemed not to be enough. So it was just a constant cycle of, you know, working, not resting, working for the next bill, da-da-da-da-da. So just one day I was listening to a message by my pastor and he was explaining, you know, how you have the power to create what you want to see in your life with our mouths. And trust me, it's not like it's a new message that I haven't heard before, you know. But there's just sometimes that the truth kind of, it slips from you. Like you have a grasp of what you think you need to know but. The main thing slips from me. So anyways, I'm listening to the message and the Holy Spirit was like, Ayo, when last did you speak? So in my mind, I'm like, um, well, I pray every time, you know. Um, I pray every time to, you know, I pray every time to say, oh, this is what I want and all that stuff. But then the Holy Spirit is still insisting that, Ayo, when last did you speak? When last did you create? And then I'm going to be honestly honest here and that's when i realized that you know sometimes although i pray i pray not from a place of confidence not from a place of knowing what my right is in god you know yeah i know some yeah, yeah i know that i'll pray and say oh i'm blessed you know but do i live like i know i'm blessed do i think like i know i'm blessed do i act like i know god has blessed me in every, every single thing that I do. And so the first thing I want us to know here today is that the more you give focus to an event or a situation or whatever it is, the more you give focus to that thing, the more power that you give it over you. So here is what I did, you know, here's what I've like made a resolution to do. And here is what I want you as well to do to shift your focus from what is not working, to shift your focus from what you do not have, from what you don't have now, and shift it onto that abundance mindset, you know? Shift from a place of, oh, I'm a victim, you know? Um, everything just keeps happening to me, you know? And, and the truth about life is that, li yes, life happens to us. Life happens to the best of us. Like, it gets to us. You wake up one day and the day just goes, and you're like, what just happened today? But, you know, I just want you to take control 
of your life. You know, I know that you are not a victim. I want you to have that shift your focus from things are happening to me to I make things happen for myself. And if I make things happen for myself, if now I know that, oh, I'm a blessed girl, if I'm the most blessed girl alive, am I living like it? What does the life of the most blessed girl look like? So the other day when I thought about this, that what does the life of the most blessed girl look like? I realized I didn't have the exact words. I can say, oh yeah, I have the, you know, the impression of what I think it looks like. But then to say, if they asked me to say in explicit details of what I thought it looked like, I didn't have it. Of what I thought my blessed life looked like, I didn't have it. So I just had to like, just stop and then write down what I thought it looks like. And I just, I'll just like you as well to do that. If you think you're blessed, if you think you deserve so much goodness, what does what you deserve, what does it look like for you? You know, and doing this opens your spirit to things that you never ever thought it existed before. Like your mind is open to so much possibilities. Your mind is open to so much things that, that you did not know. Write them down. Put it on notes on your wall. Put it on notes on the mirror. And when you find yourself in an anxiety-reading place where life seems to be happening to you, I just want you to bring yourself back to your center. You know, look at those things that you've written down. Look at that your, embody, your, your vision of a blessed life. And tell yourself who you are. Meditate on it again and again and again until it becomes encoded into your spirit. You know, and your brain that this is who you are. I want you to focus on what you want and not what you don't want. Because sometimes it's easy to focus on, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be this. I don't want to not have. And instead, we, we don't focus on, I am, I am blessed. You know, I have more than enough. God has blessed me with riches. You know, those are things. That's what I want us to be focusing on now. Focusing on what we want. And even if you don't know what you want now, I don't want you to be discouraged or overwhelmed by that. But you have to find out. So get a paper, get a pen, grab your phone, something, write down, think about it, sit down, envision it. What does it look like? And when you begin to do this, you find that things just begin to flow to you in the most organic way. It's like you think, oh, I I do want this. And then you go somewhere and before you know, you find out, oh, they're giving that thing free to people there. Or you go to a place and you find out because you're here at so, so time, you, you're able, you're eligible to get what you actually wanted, what you've, what you've been thinking about, what you've been saying you wanted. So things just begin to flow to you in the most organic way. And then you find out that God has organized every single thing for you. And you don't even have to worry about these things at the end of the day. Because worry... Even though worry is something that we all do. But when we stand on our faith and the power that God has given us to reframe our lives, we just realize that at the end of the day, we are the ones that have been delaying ourselves because we have not been using that power to the fullest of its ability. So the next thing I want us to do is after we stop being victims, we focus on what we want. Now we have to embody it. If you say you're the most blessed girl, if you're the most blessed human being, the richest human being on earth, embody it. Become that person. Become that persona. Act like it. Show up like that person. 
So now, for example, if let me say something happens now, an unplanned expense comes or, you know, a bill that you weren't expecting, your phone crashes in the middle of something or something happens, your laptop crashes. And yeah, you don't have the money with you at that moment. But instead of the thoughts of panic, you know, instead of you panicking like, sheesh, how am I going to get this bill? How am I going to get this one sorted again? You just embody that most blessed girl and just start thinking like, eh, thank God I'm the most blessed girl because I'm the most blessed girl. You know, this, this, this is that will happen. You know, embody it. Tell yourself that all things will work together for your favor. All the opportunities are coming to you. That that laptop that God spoils is just God spoils so that you get a new one. And you know, because you are so blessed, you get a new one with ease. You get a new one with, and you know, that's, and that is the, that is just the truth of it. Once you can embody it, once you can make yourself believe it, I'm telling you, there's no one, nobody can take that away from you. I know that we've all been in, you know, situations where it's like, ah, oh, Omo, I don't have any idea of how this thing will get solved. But time and time again, it does get solved. I don't have an idea of how this bill will get paid, but it's gotten paid already. And you're here now, you know, after it's gotten paid. Onto the next, oh, I'm so worried about how this one will happen. And it's just interesting how, like, no matter how or no matter what seems hard, you are able to tell the story. You are here now. That one has passed. You are onto the next thing. And that's just because, like, God has organized every single thing to work for you. For me, I've just decided that, you know, it's my life. And if I have the power to decide how I want to live my life, how I want my life to be shaped how I, what what exactly I want to happen in my life if I have the power to do that with my mouth I can choose to be worried about what's not going right I can choose to be worried about the next thing that's going to happen or or I can determine how my life is going to turn out how my life is going to play out with my words and with my actions I can embody that blessed girl that I know I am and you too you can choose it you can always choose to come from, you know, a place of, oh, I wish I had this. I wish this one isn't happening to me. And it's not going to do anything for you. It's still going to just be you just dwelling on the negatives. Or you can realize that, you know, God has given you a mouth to use to design your life. And then you realize the beauty and the awesomeness that you are. And another thing, and which is the most important thing, is that... You have to believe it. You have to believe what you're saying. If you can't even convince your own self that you are blessed, how are you going to convince someone else that you are blessed? How are you going to convince life that life cannot just happen to you, that you dictate and you decide what you want to happen to your life? So instead of just feeling, you know, anxiety reading, feeling envious of the person who has what you want, or even feeling jealous, you know, just turn those emotions into your place of power and you take control of your own life. I just want you, and this is not just to you, to me as well. I want us not to be too bothered about what the next person is doing. But we do what we need to do for our own selves, for the impact that we will make. That spirit of always feeling like, oh, we have to compare what's not going on um, with us, what's not going well with us, with what's going well for others. It's just going to make you a hateful person. You start talking down on yourself, not realizing that you're filled with such 
power you are such an awesome person such an awesome being you are filled with such power that is just waiting for you to just give it the permission like just give yourself the permission to thrive and then you find that i know it sounds like you know those things that hey which one is just give yourself the permission to thrive but i'm telling you that's just the truth we once we have the power to to let ourselves become that blessed person that we think we are you know, you're such a force. You're such a powerhouse. All I need you to do is, number one, live your life for you. Do the things that you need to do for you and believe for you. Everything you want, everything I want is there. It's there for us. We just have to be focused, centered on ourselves. You know, that's what we, that's kind of what I, I realized, like, sometimes we just go through life. We're not intentional about life. We just go through life not taking notes not reflecting not taking time out for ourselves but i just want us that if this 2023 if we can be focused on being better than we were yesterday be focused on walking in your purpose be focused on being a vessel that god has called you to be so that we can help and make a positive impact on other people's lives you know where a place where you can share your own truths a place where you can share your experiences and you can open up rooms for conversations with other people which is what even myself i'm doing because that was just me you know where i'm letting life happen to me i'm not using my god-given right to reframe my life and to call for what my heart desires because yeah i have loads of desires plenty of things that i want for myself but why am i just you know working to make ends meet when i have so much desires and even the work that we're doing it's not like it's going to meet all those things so this is kind of this is kind of like a cheat code for me because instead of me putting all that effort that hard work to take care of myself provide for myself blah, 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 why not just use my mouth to speak and call for what i need it doesn't mean i'm not going to put in the work it doesn't mean we're not going to be present in our lives but you have an additional that's an extra weapon you have there that we're not using and because this victim because air quotes this victim mentality which is what i would just call it it throws you out of alignment so instead of pouring into yourself instead of grounding and anchoring yourself in the word of god busy battling with what's the next situation what's this one today again eh? what's this what's, what's going to happen tomorrow and you know these things will continue to throw themselves at you they'll continue to throw you out of alignment and then you begin to feel down begin to feel sorry for yourself so i just want us change your algorithm be consistent with investing in yourself investing in yourself through reading through working out, through praying, you know, grounding yourself, expanding your mind to possibilities and the new realities that God wants you to have. Because God does want us to have so much newness. God does want us to have so much blessings. It's just that sometimes we do not have the capacity to accept what God wants for us. And this is the biggest change that I'm doing in 2023. And I also want you guys to do it too. You know? To change how we were, to change from there where we were to now where we need to be. So with that being said, I just want you guys to join me in today's declarations. Um, so to, what, what happens in the declarations is that we use our mouths to declare. 
and to decree what we want, to frame our lives based on what God wants us to be, based on who God wants us to be, who God has made us to be. So join me in the declarations. I do not stress about how things will happen for me. Everything is working in my favor. Whatever I do, I prosper. I am thriving. I am flourishing. I focus on experiences that help me to grow. Nothing is impossible for me. Possibilities are endless for me. Everything I need to fulfill purpose comes to me. I receive resources and abundance that comes from heaven. I am an example of how God changes lives and blesses people. As I recreate what I desire, my life is developed. I am strong and established in my mind. I am stabilized in my heart, in my faith and in my spiritual growth. I am not overthinking, replaying past failures, focusing on self-doubt. I see my potential. I am not limited by any barrier. Nothing, nothing is holding me back. I do not hold myself back. This is my best season ever. As I decree it, it happens for me in Jesus' name. Whew, that felt so good to declare and so good to decree and I hope you know it opens up something in your mind it brings you to that place of knowing that you have so much potential knowing that there's so much things that we can do you can do I can do someone is waiting for us to rise up to our potential so that they can be blessed as well and I just hope that with today's episode even though I didn't give it the title yet (laughs) Um, I just hope that with today's episode, our minds are open to the power that we have in our mouth. Thank you. I'll see you some other time. Bye-bye. <laughs>